Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yo, easy. What's up, guys? My name is Evan Duvall. This is Easy Does It. Thank you for joining us. What's up, guys? My name is Evan Duvall. We're here with episode five of Easy Does It podcast with my good friend, Chris Marhefka. Chris, if you'd just like to introduce yourself today. Hell yeah. Thanks for having me in this dope podcast studio. Thanks for coming in. Make Uh, it easy. Yeah, man. Um, my name's Chris Marhefka. I'm I'm just recently moved to Austin within the last year. Absolutely loving it here. Um, and I'm sure we'll get more into my story, but I'm a, a coach, leader, uh, guide in some way, mentor. And uh, what I say is I, I connect people authentically, authentically to their hearts. So. Yeah, man. I think um, from the moment I met you, you know, it was easy to recognize that there was another line in the room and, uh, <laughs> you know, we can, uh, help each other out instead mm-hmm. of, you know, constantly, you know, comparing ourselves to mm-hmm. one another. Um, so since we allowed ourselves to, you know, step into that uh-huh. and, uh, you know, we had a workout at on it one day <laughs> and, and just did some guy stuff and, uh, grabbed a bite and I felt deeply, you know, resonant with, uh, the path that you've been on and, uh, for quite some time. And, um, uh, I think there's a lot to learn from, you know, what you've done in this world and, and mm-hmm. moving forward. Um, so, you know, as a coach, I would like to kind of get into what your approach is, mm-hmm. um, how you got started as mm-hmm. a coach and, uh, kind of give a little more on your background. Beautiful, man. And my, my good friend, Ryan, he says, uh, game recognizes game. So yeah, I no see doubt. that in you as well, right? Real recognize real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, cool. What, what, uh, what do you want to know? Where do you want to start? Um, where are you from originally? Um, so I was born in Dallas, Texas, okay. actually. Yeah. yeah. Texas boy. Yeah, you saw just a little twang yeah, came out yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> Always. I was born in Dallas. Uh, I was raised in like, uh, Virginia, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like, suburbs of dc running yeah. around in the woods like bare feet like that was where like my inner child like loves to go every That's time good. i visualize it's me running barefoot through the woods yeah and um and then i went to uh, moved to south florida i went to school at university of florida mm-hmm. um so I've, I've been down there for like probably in florida for the last like two decades of my life gainesville yep gainesville florida man i think my face is posted on a few bars down probably there, many people have that story <laughs> <laughs> you can get into some trouble there yeah but um no i ended up starting a couple businesses out of college and uh i ended up living there for about a decade that's where i met my my wife um 
we lived there. And then in 2019, um, pretty much I did, I started doing some really deep healing work for myself and, um, bought an RV and traveled the country. That's and awesome. that led to like a cascade of just changes mm. and shifts where I ended up selling the businesses that I had in Florida, sold the house. And then eventually it was just full of nomad for a couple of years until I found home here in Austin. Oh, that's epic. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think it's definitely the route that a lot of people want mm-hmm. to go. Um, and I think that's interesting to touch on, you know, mm-hmm. you, you brought up to me before that, you know, you, you were tied down by, you know, brick and mortar type mm-hmm. businesses mm-hmm. and establishments and, um, you kind of wish that you could create a little more freedom for mm-hmm. yourself. So let's go ahead and get into that kind of yeah. journey. You know, where, yeah. where did you start out of college? Um, and how did that really unfold? Where was the awareness at that point? <laughs> Man. So like. Contrary to how I look right now, I was like tight and put together. Mm. Like everything was calculated, everything was controlled, and it was just like had to look a certain way. And this was all unconscious. I didn't realize I was doing it, but I was just, there was a story I was telling myself about myself Mm -hmm. and the way I had to be. And so I actually, the norm. The norm. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Everyone has that to some extent. And so some of us are just getting more aware to it. And so, um, I actually, I, I studied finance in college, got a finance job, wearing the suit and tie every day mm. and just completely miserable. Right. Um, and this was the first time I, I didn't know what it was at the time, but it was the first time what I would call intuition came mm. up for me was just, you're not happy. Something has to change. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. That was like the first time in my life that it really hit me and I recognized it. And so without really a plan, I, I quit that job, um, oh. which I mean, in 2008 to have a job in finance and like I was doing pretty well yeah. and um, my parents thought I was crazy. <laughs> I just yeah. quit the job and I ended up just traveling around the country in, mm. in my car at the time and seeing friends and just really, it, it was in this like um, self-reflective phase for me, even before I had a journaling That's practice, great. before yeah. I even knew what I was doing. I was just spending a lot of time in silence. I would drive in silence. I would sit in silence. I'd go in nature in silence. And I was like, what do I want to real? what do I want to be doing here? Mm-hmm. That led me to back to fitness. I'd been in fitness my whole life, been an athlete my whole life. And there was just like when I was in that place of helping people, mm-hmm. um, I felt so naturally at home. And so I started guiding people in fitness and in mm-hmm. and, and wellness and coaching in that way. And it was so fulfilling because I could see just immediate shifts in people in right. the moment, in their life. Um, back in their bodies again. Back in their bodies again. And and now knowing what I do now and the depth of what I do now, I was unconsciously doing a lot of these things right. without really understanding it. And I was just getting people safe, getting people safe to like breathe and feel mm. their bodies again. And um, so that led me on probably about a eight to nine to 10 year journey of, of working in uh, fitness and nutrition and wellness. I owned, own a gym. I owned a nationwide healthy meal delivery company mm-hmm. where we were just providing like really nutritious, like organic high quality foods um, before the meal delivery thing was really popular. And, and fortunately that was really successful. And um, those two businesses, they were both so fulfilling when I started them. Right. And what I realized, and now I can accept, is that as I started going deeper into my own inner work, mm-hmm. 
what I needed to do was create a life around me that was in alignment with that. Because mm -hmm. the further I went, like if my clients were over here and I kept I kept doing this, yep. I was just creating more distance between them. And that distance was inner conflict for me. Right. Now, I think that's common with a lot of coaches is, you know, or trainers or whatever field you're in is, you know, you may have done the work, you may have keyed yourself in, you may be listening to that intuition originally. Um, but the more that consumes your life and becomes your practice mm -hmm. of helping others, the more you give and give mm -hmm. and give, right? Mm -hmm. And so what originally was your practice um, kind of gets away from yourself mm -hmm. where you are helping your others, but not necessarily giving back to mm -hmm. yourself. And if that, if you don't have that intention um, or strong boundaries in that sense, then it can, uh, good intentions can become quite exhausting yeah. because you're giving all of your energy mm -hmm. to everyone else in the world, which is fulfilling, mm -hmm. um, but it's not sustainable mm -hmm. over the long term, right? And when you have the responsibility of owning a gym or that brick and mortar establishment and you have to you know pay people out mm -hmm. and you know you got a lot of people counting on it's you like big it's a weight, lot of pressure man big yeah. weight. and so like that was actually one of the most powerful stories that i put down was mm -hmm. that i was responsible for everything and i was mm -hmm. just literally carrying this imaginary burden of the world right on my shoulders like yeah. a lot a lot and just like the moment i set it down like i felt lighter like i started instantly dropping weight mm -hmm. i just started feeling healthier um, and, 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 you know, it, it was all imaginary. Right. No one was saying like, carry my burden for me, right. but it was just a learning that I had. And I felt I had to hold all of this. Yeah. Cause and that's, it, that's what men do. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> the that's story. What, you yeah. know, a lot mm -hmm. of people do, mm -hmm. um, whatever their imp impression of the world or what their role is. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, the ability to check in and mm -hmm. ask ourselves if that narrative that we're writing within um holds any truth mm -hmm. you know often that which we're most convinced of um <laughs> yeah. i've found to be complete bullshit down the road, bullshit. You know? <laughs> and uh yeah. you know why i was so sure uh it's a young man's oh, game right yeah and uh mm -hmm. we're still young you yeah know? and man. uh we'll look back on this moment one day and and have clarity about why we sat here and did what we did mm -hmm. uh, but mm -hmm. you know i think as long as we don't just keep building that pressure, mm -hmm. um, it allows us to show up a lot more grounded mm -hmm. um, and our influence can be a lot more real um, if we're aware of what's going on in the moment yeah. <laughs> instead of just projecting out yeah. what we expect from ourselves. Yeah. More expectations. Right. Right. The, the way I see it and it's like the work that I do is that like there's, there's like us that's here right now in this moment, like our deepest self. And then we just put some layers on top of that. Mm. And then we put more layers on. And the more you work, the more work you do, the more awareness you have, the, the the further back you can go into your true self in this moment. Yeah, truth. And it's just always fluctuating. So at sometimes you may feel uncomfortable in a situation and more layers come on. Totally. So more more masks, more, more protection. Mm. And then you feel safer, the layers come off. And so right. it's like this constant like human dance of like, how much can we be just right here, right now right. with each other as yeah. like true true selves yeah i think there's there's usually a large void between who we've been in the past uh and where we want to be mm -hmm. who we want to be and who we actually are 
Yeah. Right. Those <laughs> yeah, are all yeah. different stories we tell yeah. ourselves. Oh, yeah. You know, um, if we're telling ourselves that, you know, we used to be fit mm-hmm. or, you know, I used to be an athlete or, you know, mm-hmm. I used to play piano, all mm-hmm. these things, yeah. right? Boom, boom, boom. Or, you know, I would like to be able to play pick up, pick up basketball again. You're either or, looking that way yeah. or you're looking that way. <laughs> I, sh- I should learn guitar yeah. again. I should play the piano mm-hmm. again. Well, I have the ability to do that today, probably if right. I really yeah. wanted yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. Um, but am I going to keep telling myself that mm-hmm. story? Yeah. You know, and how how long is that loop mm-hmm. of you know wanting or shooting things? Mm-hmm. Um, how long is that going to compound? And how long mm-hmm. are we just going to be? Um, you know, not take control of that, Yeah, you know? And so once we start to put that in perspective um, and narrow, you know, our idea of who we are and who we want to become mm-hmm. and start identifying things that we can do here and now mm-hmm. daily to become that, that void gets smaller and mm-hmm. smaller and smaller. And, and that's what I've been resonating with um, and, and look for in this world is people that are living in that truth, mm-hmm. right? I don't expect perfection. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't expect for people to be on top of their lives all of the time, but that awareness mm-hmm. and the, the ability to try. It's a, yeah, it's the willingness. It it's goes, the awareness and then yeah, the commitment That to goes it. a long way, yeah. man, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, if somebody will look me in the eye and be like, man, you know, I'm, I'm working on this mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. I want to be this and this is how mm-hmm. that's going to speak to me a lot more than somebody, you know, trying to validate their efforts of mm-hmm. the past or the future. Yeah. Right. Don't come around here and tell me what you're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or what, what you've done. Yeah, or yeah. What you, yeah. I don't care, man. Yeah. Like, and I do it too. I know. Um, I know. we all do it because mm-hmm. that's such a, a easy mm-hmm. Uh, fallback condition yeah yeah, Mm -hmm. for for interacting Mm -hmm. um but you know we can we can be so much more real uh when we we can look at each other Mm -hmm. in the eye and and focus on who we are now and and where we're going um tangibly yeah what's what's next what's really on the horizon right right man i mean i think that's that's huge and so i think transitioning from mm-hmm. you know okay brick and mortar mm-hmm. business owner um realizing that you know you needed to create more freedom for yourself mm-hmm. which i feel a lot of people are in that position today yeah. um oh, yeah. and what's cool about 2021 is that we have the ability to do so <laughs> yeah. that that like- freedom and making your passions your career um it's doable it's almost like getting pushed on people right it's like oh now you're gonna get in some ways and in other ways mm-hmm. it's getting pulled back right and so it's like you get to choose like what levels of freedom you want to take what's available mm-hmm. to you because it's like all it's all on the table right now that's a thing yeah it's like a buffet mm-hmm. and like people get to choose the ones that they actually want yeah that's your reach somebody's mm-hmm. gonna dig it yep you know for sure um and everything I think, every time I think about um, like what's possible, like my beliefs, like we say, like we get stuck in our stories. The first question one of, one of my mentors get, gives this to me is like, so if I'll say something like, oh, this is just like the way it is, like some mm-hmm. version of that. Mm-hmm. And then he'll be like, well, what else could it be? Mm-hmm. And it forces you to like in that moment, just be like, oh, there's another option. Yeah. And then you just keep going like, what else? What else? What else? Yeah. 
And the same thing goes with our identity. So if there's like, if there's one person in 8 billion that's doing it this way, mm-hmm. it's possible. Yeah. Do I want that? Yes or no? Right. And if I want that, I'm like, well, it's possible they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And so you can just like pick and choose like these little models of like your identity in this human form. And you can just be like, I like that. I want more of that. I want less of that. Mm. And you can literally go to the all you can eat buffet of life and create whatever you want. Right. Um, but it first, it it has to start with the awareness that we're all we're all playing out some mm. story. Yeah. Most people just haven't chosen their story. Mm -hmm. They're just sitting at a table eating, like the buffet analogy, they're eating all this food and they're not even aware that there's infinite choices that are available. They're like, well, this is just what I have. Or they're they're overly fixated on that awareness, right? I think we have, and I totally get what you're saying. I, I, I agree wholeheartedly, but you know, what's really, you know, happening these days is people aren't exactly clear mm-hmm. on what their story is. They don't know how to choose because they're afraid to take action mm-hmm. because of fear of failure. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're overwhelmed by how many choices there are yeah. for what they could be, Yeah. right? And that causes more inaction than ever, mm-hmm. right? If I'm looking at an endless feed of Instagram that's <laughs> tailored to the things that I like, yep. <laughs> you know, it is endless. Endless. And it's I endless. could have so many pl- ideas of, of who I want to be, where I want to go, what I want to look like, yeah. and none of it is ever going to be real unless you take action, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. you know, I think there's better ways of accumulating an identity through endless information. Um, I think mm-hmm. we can do that through reading where mm-hmm. we have the ability to really process and mm-hmm. think. Um, we can do that for, through interacting with people mm-hmm. that we either look up to or, or like um, or respect. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's the importance of, of having friends and, uh, and mentors that you really genuinely look up to and respect, right? My friends, they all inspire me in some way, right? They they are going to make me better, even if they're just pointing out my faults and talking mad shit <laughs> like, to humble you, me, right? Yeah, thank you, thank <laughs> you. I didn't see that, thank you. <laughs> so, you know, and that's, that's more um, constructive for me than, you know, my, my mom or my dad looking at me and telling me where I'm messing up yeah, because yeah, yeah. we all have those defenses, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. And so, uh, my friends in this world or people I've worked with that I get along with have taught me more than anything in this mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. just because I can allow myself to listen and, and because hear, you're open and committed I'm open to, to, to those it. Yeah. That yeah. choice to be committed to it mm-hmm. and to be open to it is is like that one choice that people can make at any given moment right. that leads to their growth. Yes. But if the choice is like, no, I'm not open to it, well, then you continue to get the same suffering you're, you've been experiencing. Yeah. And so um, you get, get to, you keep getting triggered by the same things. You keep getting stressed from the same experiences. Triggered, and yeah. so it's just like the choice to say like, okay, what in this thing do I, like, what can I learn from this thing that's happening to me? Right. Like, can I say thank you for this shitty life experience or like yeah. whatever it is? Yeah. And can I look for a gift in here? Mm-hmm. Can I just acknowledge that there might be a gift, even if I don't understand it? Right. And like, if someone like calls me an asshole, be like, okay, maybe that's their shit. Or hey, maybe I was being an asshole in that moment. Yeah. Like maybe there's something. And so I like, I check in. I'm like, mm. 
what is there threads of truth in this? And I did. Um, That's a skill. It's a skill. And I did a video on this because there's discernment here. It's mm. like I don't take it like I won't take that. Um, uh, what's it called? Like reflection just blindly because mm. that's dangerous too. Because right. people are always going to be projecting shit on you. Yeah. So you just take the reflection and you say, okay, what if this is theirs and what if this is mine? It's like right. what what do I want to take responsibility for in this moment? What do I want to accept? And like that can be really subtle. It can be just like a really small thing. Like oh, I was maybe doing this and like yeah. thank you for that awareness um and it also um it also could be really easy to just take on all of what people are saying as true and it's it's not it's like right. we're always projecting right. you said earlier like we're always just walking around projecting our, mm -hmm. our yeah stuff, so i think that's the key is you know like a strong identity is something that has to be practiced mm -hmm. um, that person that seems like they're always on top of it they've just kind of narrowed that void um between who they are in the moment mm -hmm. and who mm -hmm. they want to be right yeah. if somebody else is exposing them in that sense and going hey you're fucked up here this is where you know this needs to change mm -hmm. someone's ability to do that you know in the moment that is that is an amazing you know quality mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. someone to have um all too often a lot of people will hold grudges or just avoid. Mm -hmm. um, and that is some things that people won't let go an entire lifetime. lifetime. They will yep. just avoid that person for the rest of their <laughs> lives, right? And that's the dance, you know? Okay, yeah. on one end, we, you know, are very impressionable mm -hmm. and everyone tells us what we should do or how we should think mm -hmm. um, or where we're wrong and you're just always changing, yep. right? And so you never really establish um, a strong identity mm -hmm. or any confidence about you mm -hmm. uh, because you're not sure. Yeah. Everyone else is so sure in this world, right. right? And I think that's that's what's really messed up about the way that we project ourselves on social media mm -hmm. or even in real life is that I am sure about my thoughts, my values, um, my religious beliefs, yeah. you know, and I'm going to remind everybody how sure I am that mm -hmm. I'm right. Mm -hmm. Right. That's very common mm -hmm. um, for us to be vulnerable in another sense, but allow room for to not push our, mm -hmm. you know, beliefs onto others. Yeah. That gives them the room to express themselves as themselves. Right. Right. If they don't feel like I'm going to think a certain way of them because I'm so sure of the way I'm perceiving yeah. the world. Right. Yeah, yeah. Then they're going to be less likely to really express what's on their minds. Right. Um, they're not going to feel mm -hmm. safe. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if we can be less sure and not tell each other <laughs> uh -huh. how to live, then, you know, people will start to really establish that sense of identity mm -hmm. and bring real value mm -hmm. to the world. And that's, that's like exactly like the work that I do now. Mm -hmm. And I'll go back to that, that layer analogy of like, we're all just these, these core beings of right here and now, and then we stack on layers depending on how safe we feel and right. who we're with. The identity piece, the sureness piece it's just a question of what layer are you currently living at? Right. So the sureness comes at the core. So it's like I, at my core, I've been in touch with myself. I, I lead from my heart. Like I know who that is right there. 
And the further out I go in like my identity stacking, the less sure I am of my belief. Cause like, I'm like, I don't really know, like, what's the answer to this? What's the answer? I'm not attached to it. But like, mm-hmm. as I get deeper into who I am, like the knowingness is only like, oh, I know who I am at the soul level. And then everything else like starts to make less and less sense or like less and less, like I'm not attached to like, I don't know what my favorite color is or anything. Yeah, like, that's yeah. so far out yeah. in like the layers, yeah. like whatever, like, that's I don't know. Today shit. it's this right now. Yeah. And I think people are just like you were saying, they're so sure at these superficial levels mm-hmm. and at these superficial levels, like we don't fucking know anything. Right. Like we really don't No. And when, when you like, when you say, you know, something like when you know, like, Oh, I know how this goes. And yeah. like, you're literally just limiting yourself to any other possibility. Right. You're not opening yeah. your mind or heart to any, any possibility, any possibility at all. And so like when you can start shedding away those like surface the surface ones and you can start going a little deeper and you get more in touch with like who you really are. Mm. And then it's almost like you have to go there so you can start building back. Right. Yeah. It's yeah, I I totally agree. You know, and I think that's interesting topic to touch on, you know, is that, you know, the reason I'm here, like my social media, my page, my writing, my podcast, my conversations I have a tendency to try to put things into words, Mm -hmm. right? There is value to doing that, Mm -hmm. but I can't get caught up in that state Mm. all the time because that's not real, Yeah, right? There is something that is lost in translation Mm -hmm. between trying to define something because we are something we are using something as trivial as a language to, to try to define an experience that is so much broader mm-hmm. right and i can't remember where i read that but you know it got me thinking about it and i i try to think about it as often as possible is that you know an an, an interaction is just taking my prior experiences i i perceive what's happening in the moment i relate that to the past then I have to think of how I want to express that to mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. you on the receiving end, then perceive what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. by only relating your experiences in this world. Yeah. And then so much is lost so between much. that, right? So yeah. if I can interact with people where I don't need to say a word and we just see each other and feel each other, mm-hmm. that is unique. Mm-hmm. That is a human experience, Yeah. right? Everything else is icing on the cake. All these words. The language is, it feels clunky now. Like when you attune to energy, it's just clunky. It's like, I'm trying to do it. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I want to be on that level where, you know, I can feel you. Mm -hmm. And um, I think if we listen to that, we make that dance where one, we're in a place where we can even allow ourselves to do Mm -hmm. that. Right. Mm -hmm. That's a very vulnerable place. Very vulnerable. Yeah. Um, People are seeing you, the true you, the energy of you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm, I don't do it all the time, yeah. But same. I try to, mm-hmm. you know. And and when I can tap into that, then my experiences and the memories that are made, and the moments that I share with people when I'm when I'm resonating on that level and that vibe and that frequency, those are probably the the things that I will I will think about the most when I'm mm-hmm. you know coming, mm-hmm. you know taking my last breath or whatever yep. expression you want yeah. to use for that. Yeah. Um, those are going to be the things that matter. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we're sitting here. Yeah. We're having that conversation. Mm-hmm. That's important. Mm-hmm. That's the awareness. Mm-hmm. Right. 
um, anybody that's listening to this, this is a wake up call, yeah. right? If you don't feel like that, or you haven't felt that for quite some time, mm-hmm. it's time to make some changes, right? You're not going to live in that state all the time. Yeah. Um, but try to make those changes as often as possible. Don't become stagnant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the best, like, this is the best way to make those changes from, from the place of your truest self is to just slow down and take a breath. Yeah. Just to literally, I call it Shit, checking man. in. You call it checking in. It's more just like one. slow down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Start with one. You probably need a yeah. few more. Like, I was thinking about that yesterday. Take like a few more. Okay. Yeah. So we, we have that expression. Take yeah, a breath. Take a breath. Man, I that's just the starting one. point. <laughs> yeah, that's like this is, this is the next step, right? But yeah, it's that's so accurate. Is yeah. the the more the more you're in distraction, the more you're in overwhelm, the more you're in triggering, the more breaths you need to take. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's like the game I play is like every moment is a choice to either be caught up in whatever's happening or to be present. Right. And that's a big fucking spectrum. Yeah, dude. But every time we slow down, we take a breath, it gets us more towards presence. Mm -hmm. It gets us deeper into ourselves and it gets us out of all of the bullshit that's happening around us. The distractions and the nonsense. Yeah, I think, you know, if we can and come back to that, you know, and and really sit with ourselves and take a breath or a series of breaths. Yeah. Um, then we develop a sense of calm. Mm-hmm. Why is that? It's because we're making control tangible. Mm-hmm. We are getting our power back. We're getting mm-hmm. our control back in this world. Um, in SEAL training, we used to uh, talk about uh, um, the phrase was live inside your three-foot world, mm-hmm. right? It mm-hmm. was anything outside of three feet is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. And everything within three feet is what you can control, right? So if another person Mm -hmm. is within three feet, um, then that's your immediate world. That's what you need to be worried about. If it's just you, then everything else is just happening. Um, And when our perspective and how we're viewing the world gets larger and larger and larger and we're allowing that to influence Mm -hmm. us, that's where we get caught up because our sense of control Mm-hmm. is so far out there that you know it's not realistic but if you can bring that back and just take a breath and think about how realistic it is to take that control back then boom you're going to be on a level so um getting into you know where you are now yeah right um obviously We've spoken about it. Uh-huh. I would like to get into how you started working with groups of men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how powerful that has been to mm-hmm. see men start to shed those layers mm-hmm. um, and access that sense of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And that gives us so much freedom. So I want to touch on that and, okay. and get into how, how powerful that's yeah. been for you as a leader. I'm smiling that you brought up your Navy SEAL training because a lot of my clients will say that the work that we do, that I do, is emotional Navy SEAL training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really is. And it teaches people totally how to be too. resilient with anything that happens in the world at an emotional, at a core level. And yeah. so that you can drive your life rather than all this external shit 
driving all of your decisions and fear and insecurities and doubts. Right. It's it's such a fallacy that uh, vulnerability or emotion equals weakness. Mm-hmm. Right. That is our that is our greatest strength in this world. Mm -hmm. And the more awareness we have of our emotional capacity, the stronger our feet stand Mm -hmm. on this very ground and the less impressionable we are. That is true strength. True. Everybody is going to have emotion. Everybody is going to be influenced by others. Mm -hmm. But the more awareness of that emotional capacity you have, the stronger you are. Yeah, you're yeah. grounded. Grounded for sure. Um, yeah, man this this work um, this work found me. Mm-hmm. Uh, this work found me at the depending on which analogy we choose. I, I climbed to the top of a ladder, mm-hmm. and at 30 years old, I checked all the boxes of what I said I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I climbed the top of this material ladder. But on the other end, I was completely devoid and empty. I was devoid of joy. I was devoid of fulfillment. Um, and it didn't make sense to me because that's a big fucking gap. I'm at yeah. the top of this ladder. I'm looking yeah. at like checking all these boxes of, of, of money and the family and the house and the things and the business. But inside, I'm just like, there's a gaping fucking hole. Yeah. And like I've been trying to fill it and I don't get it. And so it was the work found me because... I just finally, for the first time in my life, um, I was actually, um, this is when it happened. I was driving back. It was Thanksgiving 20, 2019. Okay. Uh, no, I'm sorry, 2018. It was Thanksgiving. I was driving back from uh, Thanksgiving in Asheville, North Carolina. I was driving home to Florida and I was with my wife at the time. And I just, I, I was just thinking about we crossed the Florida state line and I just started to fucking cry. And at this point in my life, like I didn't, I wasn't accessing, accessing that very often. And so it was just a flood and I had to pull over because it was just coming out of me. And what, what came up in that moment that, that turned that on was that I didn't want to go home to the life that I had spent 30 years creating because it felt so out of, it didn't feel wow. to be who I was. It just felt to be this thing that I created just because I was told to. Wow. And it just fucking broke me. Yeah. I was, I was on the side of the road, just bawling my eyes out and just acknowledging that like, fuck, like maybe I don't actually know anything. Like maybe yeah. like I've been telling this myself, this bullshit story. And that was this, first like true moment of surrender where I, I, I asked for help and I found what is now my business partner, but she was a mentor and facilitator at the time for me. And we did this deep emotional healing work. Um, yeah. And it's now, it's now one of the companies I run called training camp for the soul. And we, um, essentially get all the bullshit stories out of the way. Mm -hmm. So you can truly see who you are, live, you live the life that you want to live and then teach you how to create it in the real world. And so um, that led me on a path of really, really deep exploration internally yeah. and, and using tools and modalities. And like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm an explorer and an adventurer. So I've gone to the fringes and, and what I do now for my clients is I just, I, I have this massive toolbox mm-hmm. of things that I can bring in just to support them in where they're at, right. the level they're at. And, um, you know, the, the way that, I do it 
is so fucking simple. I tell everyone there's no secret to what I do. Yeah. I just get, I just encourage people. I, I invite them in with enough permission and safety that we downregulate their system so much yeah. that they can tap into that vulnerable state, vulnerable right. state that most, especially men, are been told they're not fucking allowed to. That's yeah. not for you. Like you don't get that. Start it's building me. that foundation. And so we just get them safe. And like getting people to that place, I don't have to do a thing. Mm-hmm. It's just like their bodies are like, thank you. Yeah. And it starts releasing they awareness. Touch it. Yeah. I think one, I think you're incredibly lucky to have had that awakening mm-hmm. as early in life as you did. Mm-hmm. Right. And to break down in that way. And have so much awareness of what was wrong and to be able to put your finger on it. I mean, you're probably aware of it subconsciously mm-hmm. for years. Yep. And that's what hurt so yep. fucking bad was that you you hadn't been listening. Mm-hmm. And you had just been telling yourself, nope, nope, just keep doing the things, yep. doing the things. Doing, keep head down. And, and that is way. such, I mean, yeah. the amount of years where I had that presence where like, mm. I probably couldn't actually take a deep breath for myself for years it didn't count it was i was breathing but Mm -hmm. i didn't give myself the space there was always something in my mind oh don't feel that Mm -hmm. keep moving do the things Mm -hmm. right and so to find that out early in life and be able to move past that and ask yourself okay what changes do i need to make because i can't feel like this any longer Mm -hmm. and then the ability for you to step up and serve the way you do mm-hmm. and help other people access mm-hmm. that, I think that's why Thank we're you. put here on earth. Yeah. Right. Is to tap into that. When that comes in life, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be at 50 when you yeah. lose someone very close to you and you realize mm-hmm. that you haven't been living life mm-hmm. the way you want to, um, or your first divorce, or, mm-hmm. you know, it could be just anything. Any hardship is usually that hopefully that reset yeah. for a lot of people. Um, I think we can save ourselves a lot of pain by listening to other people's stories mm-hmm. and realizing that there's something relatable mm-hmm. in that story. You know, I, I sit here with you and I, I can look you in the eye mm-hmm. because I know that if I would have kept a certain path or trajectory, that would have been me on that side of the highway mm-hmm. at 30 yep. with zero awareness of just went what went wrong Mm -hmm. luckily i did that to myself by the time i was 20 you know Mm -hmm. and um that was a hard hard road Mm -hmm. and everything was my own fault (laughs) um so you know i think that's why we can smile and laugh about it now yeah um but really i mean that was that was the hard road and it was Mm -hmm. the, the path less chosen yeah and um I hope to inspire that change and help people access that um, as soon as they're ready. Yeah. And that readiness is all, it's, it's a choice and it's different for everyone. I Mm -hmm. always say the universe sends us messages. God sends us messages or signals in three forms. You've first got the feather. Feather is the really subtle one where Mm -hmm. you'd be walking along a sidewalk and maybe it like brushes your hair. Most people don't even notice it, but if you're in tune, you're like, oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And it just brushes, but you usually keep on walking. You don't right. pay attention to it. Then there's the brick. Mm-hmm. You're, you're walking along that same sidewalk and a brick gets thrown to you, hits you in the chest, yeah. and oh, you're shit. like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I noticed that. Yeah, I felt that. That That's hurt. Painful, yeah. That hurt. It's painful. And 
some people will be like, whoa, that was painful. I should pay attention to yeah. the, this brick. And a lot of people, myself for well over 30 years, was like, no, nah, I'm good. This is my sidewalk. I'm walking. Yeah. Another yeah. brick. Boom. Yeah. Another I'm going brick. This Boom. Way. Yep. Yep. I'm going this way. And then you cross that street and then Mack truck, truck yeah. just boom, flattens you. I found and, it. And that Mack truck is the moment where the change happened. The first initial commitment, the acceptance. And it's like, you can't ignore it any longer. You must pay attention. Like this is your thing. And that thing happens for different people in different ways. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've had a few Mack trucks mm-hmm. at this point in my life. Mm-hmm. Um but now, and this just me, right? You know, I think that inner awareness that's caused through that pain mm-hmm. um, allows you to step back into some sort of awareness where mm-hmm. hopefully you're at that feather. Yeah. Right? The, yeah. the subtleties, subtleties of life, which yep. can be just as good as they can be bad. <sighs> yeah. Um, but if we're living on that, that fine line of, of awareness um, and consciousness, mm-hmm. I think that is where life is meant to be lived. Yeah. So if we can dance that dance, mm-hmm. instead of taking, you know, I always say like, I, I believe that there's, we have our path, mm-hmm. right? Um, call it fate, call it whatever you will. If you believe that there is a storyline that you're supposed to be on and you keep telling yourself to go a certain direction and it just doesn't feel right, mm-hmm. Listen to that. Listen to you're it. You're probably getting bricks. Yep. You're getting bricks at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You will get a Mack truck. Mm-hmm. It's just when. Right. And that's going right. to be the hard reset where life is trying to like, steer you back mm-hmm. onto your path. And the more we don't listen to that, mm-hmm. the harder it gets. Right. Yeah. I probably have the ability to be successful by just picking a route mm-hmm. and just doing it. Yeah. And how many people will kill themselves literally mm-hmm. or age themselves by just doing something that is hard mm-hmm. right i yeah. think if we're on our path life is pretty easy easy you know and so you know don't assume that when we meet somebody in this world and they 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 look like they have it easy uh-huh. don't assume that it's just been easy all yeah. their life uh-huh. right maybe they've had to work on that Mm-hmm. Maybe they went through something really hard. Mm-hmm. Maybe they lost both their parents mm-hmm. or, you know, found themselves crying on the side of a highway mm-hmm. at 30 because they've been telling themselves a certain story yeah. their entire life. Um, you know, we, we have that ability to jump to conclusions mm-hmm. and judge each other. And I think premeditated judgment of one another is the, the most just uncalled for and just mm-hmm. the harshest thing we can do to another human being is into act ourselves like we know yeah yeah and exactly we cause suffering in ourselves and we judge, right. we judge others and we already touched on that yeah. right mm-hmm. the more sure we are about something yeah. the less room we li- we leave to be surprised mm-hmm. or to experience mm-hmm. um and so if we can just rid ourselves mm-hmm. of everything that we're so sure about Mm-hmm. Then we can really get a full experience of yeah. this world and start to learn the things that you know we're intended to See, learn. That's the first message that I I, well, I try to convey it often, but in every time I open like a, a course online or open a retreat, I say, if you have me on a pedestal in any way, like take me down, like mm-hmm. right fucking now, because yeah. I am exactly who you are, 
and I've just walked my path and this Put is just where I'm at. Right. And like, this wasn't easy for me. It, yeah. it, may, it may not be easy for you. Like there's going to be shit that you're going to bump up against. Like yeah. I still bump up against my shit. Mm-hmm. The difference now is that I welcome it and I accept it. Whereas for a large part of my life, I resisted all that th- all that shit that was uncomfortable that I didn't want to face. I just pressed it down and pushed it away. And now I'm just like, okay, that's just the next thing for me. Right. That's my edge. That's where I'm at. Like, okay, bring it. <laughs> and yeah. then sometimes I'm like, okay, a little too much. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. And then you get blasted. And I'm like, yeah. okay. Those uh, are the moments where I'm paying attention now. Yeah, I'm paying yeah. attention. And and those are the moments where like I'd love to say this so vulnerably. Like, there's so many times where I'm like, fuck, I wish I was further along. I I thought I was further along. I thought I was more developed. Fuck, this just slapped me in my face and yep. like humble. Yeah. Humble, humility, vulnerability. Like, just accept this is a gift. And now the next time you show up in this way, you can just be one percent more present. You right. can be one more percent more truthful. Yeah, I think um, you know that's that's true, genuine leadership. Mm-hmm. The ability to remove yourself from that pedestal, mm-hmm. right? That that is the line that I recognized in the room is that people mm-hmm. hold you a certain way. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily hold yourself there. Yeah, your goal, and and this is just how I perceive mm-hmm. you, was to be as approachable or mm-hmm. as relatable in this mm-hmm. world as possible. Yeah. But so many people jump to conclusions and fear one another or feel insignificant around mm-hmm. one another or start thinking about where they should be or who they should be to where they don't even get the point to really see each other, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so, you know, your ability to be in a position of leadership, to have an accumulation of experiences where you know that you're bringing value, mm-hmm. you know you're going to help people, yeah. and then you, the ability for you to take yourself off of that pedestal and ground yourself, that is what's going to cause real change mm-hmm. for the better in this world. Thank you. Because the men or the women that are in that room with you that see that, they're going to go, oh, I can do that. Yeah. Not because he's special, mm-hmm. but because I can see myself in his shoes mm-hmm. because he doesn't even consider himself special, mm-hmm. which you are. Yeah. Because of that fact. Right. right. Yeah. So moving forward, man, um, I think there's a lot of value in this conversation. <laughs> um, I'm I'm honored to sit down with you and yeah. speak on these Thank things you. because I know how many people are gonna mm-hmm. be able to extract value from this and see themselves in our shoes or lack thereof shoes <laughs> and, and uh and moving forward ask themselves you know okay i don't want to put this off any longer yeah. i'm ready mm-hmm. for that change yeah. now and uh, i i can tell you that i and chris just extend a hand mm-hmm. um to you yeah. in that moment um get our info message us call us we will make the time because if you're in that position where you just don't know, but you know that you're ready, I promise that he and I can talk you through that because Mm -hmm. I know how hard it is. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you are ready, man, come sit down with us, have a coffee. Yeah. Um, because you owe it to yourself to not wait Mm -hmm. any longer. Yeah. And so, um, we'll leave it with, you know, just, 
uh, where can people find you, mm-hmm. your platforms, uh, your coaching, your website, whatever you want to yeah. put out? Yeah, the the two ways that people can find me are uh, Chris Marhefka on mm-hmm. Instagram and chrismarhefka.com. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, I'm sure we'll spell it out in the, For the sure, show notes. Yeah. Yeah, I'll but, put it out um, in the show notes and then also… Um, M-A-R-H-E-F-K-A. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I'll tag them in some content. Perfect. Um, on, on Instagram as well. So it's easy to find us, man. And yeah. if you're ready, just reach out. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully, um, if we continue to carry ourselves that way, then the next person will be able to to see that in us and see themselves in, in that position. So, yeah. you know, I'm just sitting in a driver's seat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting it. in the driver's seat of my own life. Yep. And yep. I'm driving this. Like, I love the vehicle I'm driving. Yep. It's, it feels awesome to me. Yep. Yep. And like, if that looks awesome to you and you want, like, it, it, and I think about it like energy. It's like people are magnetized to the energy of you, I imagine, and to me that I've noticed only because we're more of our authentic selves and we accept ourselves, we love ourselves, and we're showing yep. up in a very vulnerable genuine way and people just want that for themselves their version of that you deserve it and so everyone deserves it Mm -hmm. and it's accessible to everyone yeah and and like you said it is one message away Mm -hmm. it's one commitment away it's one acknowledgement away and especially for the men out there Mm because i know that's a that's a really strong story know that i i carried the same story Mm-hmm. You carried the same story. Dang. And the first moment where where we leaned in and we said, I can be supported. Yeah. I can receive support from another person, from from a strong, uh, from me, man, woman, whoever. Um, that moment is a choice. And Readiness then, is a choice. Man, you're going to do it and you're going to say that wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Every time I do something that I build up, yeah. I'm like, this is going to be hard. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't that bad. That wasn't that bad. <laughs> Had that Why difficult the Why the fuck did I wait this long? <laughs> was I so hard headed? Yeah. And so yeah. hard on myself yeah. and like just built it up. Yeah. It's literally what we're always doing. We're just always building up these experiences in the future or, or building up the past rather than just being here and now and doing it, doing the thing. And I'm like, oh, cool. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. Well, thank you, Chris. It was a blast, man. We'll do it again. Yeah, this is um, awesome, man. We'll direct everyone to your page Hell and yeah. uh, we'll continue to show up in the world the best we can, best yeah. we know how. Yeah. And um, if you if y'all have any questions on on how to start this journey for yourself or, or want to express anything, we are here. Please. All right. Much love, guys. Thanks, brother. Love you. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. DC, I host the rock podcast, Back to the Arena, the Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the Interviews.
Electricast.